I'm going to do this slightly different than I normally would. Um, who has an actual memory of watching this younger? Because I'll say no. I think the other night was the first time I've seen it. Yeah, same with, same with me. I watched him when I was younger, but I think I was like 18 or 19 and it was on TV. That's the only memory I've got. I, I haven't seen it since then. When did it come out? 96? No, no, earlier than that. Earlier I think than it was 93. It's just, yeah, I, I wonder why all three of us then it passed us by. Because we would have been 12, prog, Ev would have been you know, 11, we, we, you know, what, what would you say is the target audience for it? Oh, I well, think it's definitely kids of like 12 and under. Yeah. Wouldn't you? It, well, you don't think that? No, I, I was, I, I was struggling a little bit because there's, because it's, it's quite, I wouldn't say it's quite scary, but there's elements of horror in it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, And I, I was trying to picture like, like, Emily, my daughter, you know, she's four, but I probably wouldn't let her watch it. You know, maybe not for a couple of years yet. I th- uh, I would have thought Ed's kids are prime years to watch this. Yeah, my... in, in fairness, the tone of this film, it reminds me of like Roald Dahl books. Yeah, 100%. Mm. It's a good shout. Really good shout. I was trying to pick, put it because the, the, the film is 100% Burton, I mm. think. Right. And I, I know he didn't direct it, did he? No. No, but but you know it's it's got it's got Burton written all over it. It's, there's so many like imagery that harks back to things like Beetlejuice. You know the use of black and white in in people's yeah. um, clothing. And oh, the the, the sandworm, sandworms as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came up with he came up with the concept and the basic story, and he also produced it. So he's yeah, he's all over it. Well, and it's got. Some of his favourite actors in there, doesn't it? And one of your favourites. Yeah, yeah, Glenn's in it. We'll come yeah. on to it in a minute. <laughs> Associate Bob. <laughs> or Otto, whatever his name is. from. Otto, but... yeah. well, Andrew's all-time favourite movie character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I may have mellowed slightly on that character, but at the time, yeah, oh, it really pissed me off. <laughs> um, yeah, so I have no memories of it, and I... I can't believe, to be honest, I've never seen it before. It was um yeah, a bit of a shock. I, I expected to sit down and to know parts of it. And I, I knew nothing, apart from the song that's littered throughout. Yeah, yeah the, the main Chris the main song that Jack sings, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And to be honest, that reminds me of something else. And I, I it's been bugging me all week. Um it's it's I, I don't know. I, I I was trying to put my finger on it whether it was something like Rupert the Bear or something whatever Tintin, Tintin. yeah it is a bit like Rupert the opening sort of trumpet bit isn't it or the open horn horn section uh, bit I'll have to um yeah I'll have to sort of um YouTube the, the theme for it but, but... Yeah. is that Rupert the Bear I, I don't know I think but, it is yeah it is um and then yeah and then when I was watching it the other day and I heard that song um, that Jack sings, um, I, I bloody see it on every advert now. It's like every advert yeah. at Christmas time uses it or uses an, um, their own version of it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I have no memories of this. So I was, uh, I don't know, just a little bit shocked that it sort of passed me by because I've always known about it. 
Yeah, I've I've got no memories of this either. And the the first the first and only time I've seen it all the way through was earlier today, literally about I'd say an hour ago. I finished it, and um, but then but then you 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 see like the merchandise and the characters, like obviously in in every Disney store or or you know what every Halloween that um. Yeah, but I've but like you, I, I hadn't seen it until till today. And here's a question: When I was watching it, I know it's called um, Nightmare Before Christmas, but is it a Halloween film? Is it a Christmas film? Is it both? I, I personally, I think it's a Christmas film. I think Disney... it's, it's all is centered. The story is centered around him, sort of like kidnapping Father Christmas and taking over Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I I agree with that. But it, but it's quite clever the way like how they've they've got a film which is like ripe for two seasons of marketing. Like if you like if you can imagine in America in particular, they can make a fortune off Halloween merchandise and then Christmas and then Christmas merchandise shortly after. You know, yeah. it's win for, for Disney. I, I was shocked it was Disney. I hadn't realized until obviously I watched it on Disney Plus and um yeah, I don't know why I did. Why did I think this wasn't it? Maybe it was the the fact that it's relatively scary in points in parts. So, and I didn't expect that to be Disney. I don't know. You, you must have seen them in the Disney store. Oh, well, I've never been to the Disney store. <gasps> you got to remember now, right? Not everyone's like you, Ev. Jolly, gallivanting <laughs> abroad to Florida, Disney, and stuff. Like you got, I, yeah, you got to remember now. My kids are only now two and four. And you're only now sort of going to the Disney store, and we didn't really have the Disney store growing up, or we did, but it probably passed well, us by. No, but I mean, in, 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 like... in fairness, though, Ev has been saving up for Disney since he was in uni buying Tesco Value Pop. I knew, but it's all about the long game. That's what it is. Play the long <laughs> yeah. game every weekend. Him and Sean, before they had kids, would go into Cardiff to City Centre and just look through the window of the Disney shop. Even though they could go in, they still just. And Ev, Ev would go. We're gonna go. We're not going in there. We're gonna go for real. Yeah. <laughs> One day, this Sean. Is, this is this is the imitation. One day, this will all be ours for real. Yeah. <laughs> um, go on, Ellis. If no one's got any um favorite or memories, let's move on to favorite aspect. What What have you got? I think the look and the design of the film is incredible. Yeah, I was I was gonna say the same. I quite I, I quite like um like dark and gothic type type films and then and this especially with the with like obviously how how Jack how Jack is set out and the you know the the little kids with their masks and you know with long faces and stuff like that. It's yeah, it's really good. I've got I've got a lot of time for stop animation as well when it's done properly. I don't know why, but I seem to. There's like a subconscious thing where I'm I'm almost more appreciative of the film when the animation style is stop motion as opposed to other styles. I, I don't know why. I think it's because of the length of time it takes, perhaps the attention to detail. I'm not, and that's not to say other animation styles don't require an attention to detail. But I mean, God, like a Pixar film is hard to make. But I don't know. Stop animation for me. Um, just so I think it might be to do with Wallace and Gromit as well, though. I, I was just about to say that yeah. you know when we were younger and Wallace and Gromit came out, I, I, I remember watching a, a documentary 
um, about it. And who's the main guy behind it? Parks, what's his first name? Oh, Nick, Nick Park. Nick Park. Yeah. I, I remember, he, you know, him talking about it. And they, they gave a shot then of, like, the set, which was great. And then, like, the people prop, you know, in between mm. changing over the faces or changing over a specific um, sort of mouthpiece or what have you. Um, and interestingly enough, the bit I read on this, like the um, this um, the set had like little trap doors that the um, main, I don't know what what would you they're not animators whatever they're called would would, pro- would then in between shots open a trap door so they could get to the figures. Do you call them? Would you call them animators or puppeteers? Yeah, that's a good shout. Puppeteers, I yeah, would be a closer sort of call, wouldn't it? I mean, it's not not yeah. I mean. For- for me, I I love Wallace and Gromit as well. I think I think all all that stuff is brilliant. But even even before that, when you had like the the little Ardman shorts where it was only like the ten minutes um the ten minute shorts of like where where they had like the the tortoise the the tortoise like um being interviewed Future and he had like, is that yes that was it yeah, yeah 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 no I used to love that that was brilliant yeah I'm trying I'm trying to think of like other things. It would be well. The, well, I was I was thinking about that earlier, and the only thing I could I could think of was like Jason and the Argonauts. With the, with yeah, the, that had um, stop animation in it. Yeah, yeah. And Clash of the Titans, Harry, oh, uh, Ray Ray Harryhausen. That's it, Ray Harryhausen. Yeah. I used to love those films. Jason mm. and the Argonauts was on on the weekend actually, and I I ended up sitting down and watching like twenty minutes of it in between you know, doing things. That's still a good film. Ah, oh, it's brilliant. It still holds up. I don't know why, but I always preferred Clash of the Titans because there were more monsters in there. But Jason and the Argonauts, I think, is probably the better film. It, it was, was always, remember the Sinbad films as well. Yeah, yeah, Sinbad yeah. In, on the Seven Seas or something. Yeah, the one with the giant wasp. <laughs> I hated that fucking wasp. Was wasn't there, wasn't there one with like a big like Hydra dragon sort of thing? Uh, Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think, was that Jason and the Argonauts? I can't, I can't I don't remember. Know. Jason the Argonauts is the one where he's um fighting the skeletons. Yeah. yeah. Is that and he's, called got, and he's got a giant um steel figure that comes to life as well, haven't he? Yeah, that's the one. Is that is that where you're searching for the golden fleece? Was yeah. that a different one? Oh, okay. The reason I love that film as well, though, is because of Hercules. And when you're a kid watching you think, oh, Hercules, he's so strong. And when you watch it now, Compared to the actual guys you can get to play Hercules, that guy looks like <laughs> Um, I'll jump on you a bandwagon, and my favorite aspect again is the look. You know that sort of gothic look is. We said it already. It's hundred percent Tim Burton style and look. Um, mm-hmm. the the movie has Beetlejuice vibes. Um, we've I mentioned the black and white already, but then you know that's to, to um sort of that gothic feel anyway. But also Danny Elfman. You know, it's, mm. it's, his, it's his music. Uh, he does the, the voice or the singing voice, doesn't he? To yeah. Jack. Yeah. And I um, thought you would I thought Prog would have been all over that. Danny Elfman loving with this film. No, I've I got something to bring up about uh Danny Elfman with this film. Ooh. Hold that one then. Um <laughs> and then the other bit I like, and I mentioned it already, is it a Christmas movie or is it a Halloween one? I don't think it really matters. I think you're right, it could be no. both. Um, but what I love about it, the music adds that, um, just that element of 
Do you know when a really good Christmas movie has a really good soundtrack or a score? Mm. It's brilliant. And and I I I sort of take it back to like the snowman. You know, every Christmas, I don't know if you guys watch it, but I end up watching the snowman. And I and there's like nothing said in that film at all. Yeah. But the music just drags me not it doesn't drag me, but it takes me along. And I end up thinking, oh, I'm gonna watch a snowman. Why don't I do that? And then after the it's finished, I'm I'm like all jovial. It's um I only ever watch it like once a year, obviously, because it's Christmas. But um yeah. With and, a single, with a single tear in his eye. <laughs> yeah. Um, you you build a snowman and then you play the snowman on your mobile phone for the snowman and you say to him, This is what's gonna happen to you. <laughs> you better come to life or I'm smashing you up. <laughs> I've never seen the snow dog though, so maybe that's this mm-hmm. Christmas. Um, I'm going to say the running time as well. Was it um, hour and 20? Not even that. Yeah. 76 minutes. And it just, it does really sort of like move along sharpishly. It, it, I, I personally didn't find it dragged at all. So, and it was, I found also it ended right when I wanted it to end as well. Yeah. I don't know about you boys, but I'm not a massive fan of musicals. I do. There are some no. musicals I like and enjoy, but on the whole, I'm not a massive fan because I find with musicals after the twenty seventh song, I've had enough. Yeah. And I was great. I was grateful that there were like seven or eight songs in this, and the the story was really sort of clean and crisp, and it just got on with it. Well, I think originally, wasn't it billed or wasn't it marketed as a TV special? No, I'm on about before it was made. You know, Tim Burton was trying to get it made as a TV special rather than a movie. And somewhere along the line, someone, somewhere or someone somewhere had changed that. Yeah. Well, just going off the bat, what you said, what you said, Prog, about, um, about not liking musicals, I, I, I'm not a big fan of them as well. And like the the one in particular, let, uh, Les Mis, when we when we saw the Russell Russell Crowe film, um, oh god, I was I fell asleep halfway through because it was just like it's it they were just singing like the singing to talk. It's just like, can you pass me a fork? Yes, I can pass you a fork. Yeah, I can't cope yeah, with shit like that. Awesome. But I do love a musical. I I love a little song in a film. What's your favorite musical? Are we counting Disney films in this? <laughs> Because I love I love Disney films, and you could argue most most of their best ones are musicals. Yeah. Like, I would, well, actually, I wouldn't say I love them, but I I will sit down and watch a musical. Yeah. Mary Poppins is great. Mary Poppins to this day, I think, has got the best song ever in the musical. Which one? Let's fly a kite. Yeah, I do mm. love Let's fly a kite. That's a, that's an all timer for me. Bugsy Malone. Oh, Ev. Yeah, no, I, I'm with Ev. Yes. I love Bugsy. I, I, I didn't see this until I was with Rachel. So I, I was probably mid teen, mid 20, sorry, until I first watched it. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, totally passed me by. Say you want to be a boxer. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, come on. Let's move on to favourite scene. What have people got? The song. Yeah, that's mine as well. <laughs> I was going to get it in there before before anyone else did. What's this? What's this? <laughs> What's this? It's great, yeah. man. It's great. Yeah, well, I haven't got anything else other than oh. the song. 
a little bit of a soft spot for Oogie Boogie song. Um, yeah, that's a good scene as well. Yeah, but that as a character, I've got I've got issues with, which I'll come I'll come to in a minute. Oh, okay. Uh, I quite like him as a character. I I really, I really like the um, Doctor Finkelstein. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. As a car, I found I found him quite sort of uh, funny in a weird way. Hmm. Like <laughs> it's it's weird, isn't it? Because when you this is obviously a kids' film, and when you get into the minutiae of the film, and you you like you could easily pick stuff apart hmm. because he's obviously obsessed with Sally because he's made Sally, and she says, "Why did why don't you just make something else?" And like as soon as she says that, you're like, hmm, yeah, you could make a million Sallies if you wanted to. And I'm sure one of them would end up falling for him. Yeah. But he falls for himself at the end. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, mine's the song. Yeah, I haven't got anything else. Um I I, I will say this now, right? And I I was gonna mention it and recommend as well. I wasn't as taken with the film as I thought I'd be. Um, so I watched it and I appreciated it and the the stop motion, for example, I you know really appreciated that and the certain elements of it, the gothic element in the songs. But I I came away thinking I thought I was going to be wowed by it, and for that reason, I yeah I'm struggling to pick a favorite scene. That's your fault, that is. Yeah, it could well be. It, you know, it could well be again. I haven't watched it, be, you know, until I'm forty-one years old, and maybe some of the magic then is lost in me. And we again, you... the other thing is, we talk about this all the time. What watching a film for this podcast, you then have a little bit of a critical eye. Yeah, and you you you're trying to pick things apart, and maybe in a couple of years, if I sit down with my daughter and watch this, I might have a totally different experience. I was actually going to ask that. Evan's probably in the best position to say about this. Yeah, well... Do you, th- do you think you've reevaluated any films if you've watched them with your kids and your kids love them? Well... Labyrinth. <laughs> no, I was... But, but in a bad way, though. Yeah. Spaceballs. Spaceball. No, they haven't, they haven't seen that gold yet. Um... No, I think I think they've every every film that we've watched together, which are which I love, I think they've liked as well. Um, I think they've they've seen Nightmare Before Before Christmas, but I wasn't I wasn't there when they when they watched it, so I can't I couldn't really comment on that. Um, okay, but but like you know, we watched Ghostbusters together and they loved it. Um, yeah, they saw they saw the Goonies and loved it as well. Um, yeah, so. It's, Ah uh, yeah, I I what I was getting at though, are there any films that they put on that you're not a massive or that you weren't a massive fan of, but they put it on for the first time and really enjoyed it, and you've gone actually I can see yeah um something in this now. I was don't worry if you can't. No, think of I, I was when we went to see Tangled, the Disney film. I thought, oh god, it's gonna be another Disney film like Frozen or whatever. Um, but I really, I really liked it. I think Tangles and they didn't. <laughs> well, I, I hope they did, considering they wanted bloody Rapunzel toys for that for that Christmas. Um, okay. Yeah. Should we move on to changes? What have people got? I'm going. I'm going in on it now, right? 
the soundtrack, the, the actual songs overall, I don't think they they were not anywhere near as good as I remember them being when I watched it first of all. Um, I'm not saying they were bad. I'm not saying I hated any of the songs, but I wasn't wowed by any of them apart from what's this. Yeah, I, I've i got the same point that I, I couldn't tell you another song from that movie. I know you mentioned one just now. Was it Boogie Woogie or something? Yeah. Yeah, song, yeah. I I I really dislike that for some reason. Mm. I um, but yeah, apart from the main song, I I couldn't tell you any other song. It's weird as well because the what's this song is such a good song, a musical song, such a good musical song. And then the other ones, I was just like, meh. This is a bit meh. What about you? Ever are you gonna say? I've got a I've got a question. The character of Oogie Boogie, is it is it a racial slur? Why would it be a racial slur? Because as I read I read earlier on that apparently Oogie Boogie is a is it's like it's like a derivatory slang from people in people from like like the southern states in in America. Um, you know there was white people in the southern states as well, though. Oh there? yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, well, should I say? Okay, is it is it xenophobic? Can I say? Um, yeah, yeah. It says here, yeah. yeah. Um, again, this is on this is on the internet, so don't. So I'd you know take this with a, a whole grain of salt. But it said, "Oogie boogie" is an old southern derogatory phrase for an African American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Hang on a minute now, though. Right, I I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Okay, I'm not saying I'm not saying there isn't uh the that there isn't some sort of heritage with that with with that term. I don't yeah. that isn't isn't racist. I I don't know. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure when I was younger, people used to go oogie boogie. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Frightening yeah. You. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's intentional. But I, but it's. Yeah, apparently the this article says that the the Nightmare Before Christmas writer says she thinks the movie's villain Oogie Boogie is racist and looks like a Ku Klux Klansman. But but I mean, I don't, yeah, I'm I on, don't... it's voiced by a by a black man. I, but I, know, I don't yeah. get that bit. But how can the term Oogie Boogie be a racial slur for a black person, but then be wearing a KKK outfit? Do you get what I mean? Yeah, that's that's two different. Yeah, no, things. no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, there's this there's, there's that's a that's two two opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In fact, well this is according according to this this article again on the insider.com, um the screenwriter for uh, a reput a reputable source yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Um the screenwriter, Carol Caroline Thompson, um said the character was a big controversy. Uh was a big controversy, sorry. Um yeah, she said, first of all, he looks like a Ku Klux Klansman. Secondly, Oogie Boogie is an old Southern derogatory phrase for an African-American, and I'm from Maryland, so which is just on the cusp of the South, so I'm hyper-aware of that and sensitive to it. She flipped out about it and even confronted Tim Burton about it, who then said, oh, stop it, you're being oversensitive, which is probably the case. But it's... Yeah, but the thing is, if Tim Burton wants to use the word or yeah. the term, 
what's his origin for the term? As I said, when I was when I was younger, I I know yeah. for sure people used to say oogie boogie as oh, yeah, yeah. to frighten. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree oh, with you. I was just I, I, I just I throwing it out. Yeah, no, I get where you were coming from then, Prog. Yeah, the people using that term for the boogeyman, not because it's a yeah. black person. And also, right, I, I'm not disputing what this writer or woman has grown up with, okay? If that's the case, then that's fine. But also, right, if someone else's intentions for that term are completely different to what you think, tough shit. Yeah. I'm... I, we see it, but we're seeing it all the time in the last five to ten years. Somebody has got to complain about something. Or if she's or if someone isn't complaining, they're saying, Well, you can't do that. And it's like, how about you just ask the person who's come up with the idea what their origin for that idea is first? And then you can decide whether it's actually come from a place where no actually we shouldn't be doing it mm. that's my that's my thing with all you know when the, all these articles that get written about retrospective looking back at a film and oh this character was sexist or this this joke is you can't have this joke anymore or this that and the other it's like if you did that with every film you'd pretty much cancel every film well like blazing blazing saddles with you know that's got um well, he, 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 even just well, I'm I'm thinking like with it, doesn't it? Isn't there a character in Blazing Saddles called Mung Mungo or something? Oh, I don't know. I can't. I remember, I know, I don't know. Like, but there's loads of them, isn't it? Yeah. You wouldn't have Dumbo because of the the crows. You wouldn't mm. have Peter Pan because done it at one point on the. Don't they do blackface like the Lost Boys? Yeah. I could be wrong yeah. on that. Um, yeah, but I love the crows in Dumbo. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it, crows I, are I, awesome. And but I I think it it all comes down to whether <laughs> this is the issue now, right? But you could get slated. You have three white guys talking about this, but like it all depends on. What, I'm all what, willing to talk about this yeah. stuff, but I don't give a shit what I look like. It shouldn't matter what I look like. I think it it comes down to what the intent is, isn't it? And exactly. whether, the, whether the intent is to um. Harm or discredit, yeah, or... yeah, yeah. It is to cause some form of harm or abuse to, to to someone, or show someone in a derogatory way. Um, but but yeah, still, still, I will argue, and I'll continue to argue that you can, in certain films, use stuff like that in a derogative way, hmm. because all it does is inform your opinion of the character hmm. yeah. that's doing it. Because so how, how, how are you want to portray to... a horrible character in a film, have them say something horrible. Yeah. Easy, and, uh, easy. But also, if a film is calling for a person who is a racist, by the nature of them being a racist, they need to say and do racist things, don't they? Exactly. Yeah. Um, you can't have you can't have all films be the same. It'd be too vanilla. Every mm-hmm. nobody would want. Look at the problems that a lot of the big companies are go- and studios are going through at the moment. In the last couple of years, their box office and set sale of product has gone down a lot because they just keep putting out the same thing over and over again. Now, obviously, there's a certain audience that will enjoy that type of stuff and don't mind watching it. But you do you do have to factor in that a lot of people will just get fed up. We've spoken about it before. 
Marvel movies. I've mm. stopped going to the cinema now because I'm fed up of watching them. And that's not to say there aren't good ones being released. There might be. I mean, I know The Last Spider-Man was really good, but around that Spider-Man film, I watched three or four, four of them, and they were rubbish. Yeah. In and it's because it was the same thing over and over again. Yeah. You can't have too much... And that's what you'll get yeah. if you don't if you don't push the the end. But I know we're talking about a kid's film here and one sort of name of a character, mm-hmm. but I just go back to, you can't just say something is a certain way if you don't actually talk to who wrote or invested in the story, first of all. You have to find out where they're coming from. And the danger is, right, You one thing might be okay in one culture in the sense of you may have a name and it's a, it's seen as a re, you know, relatively positive thing, but in another culture, it could be seen as a quite a negative aspect. I'll give you a perfect example. And we actually spoke about it on a podcast. In Wales and most of the UK, what's one of our dishes called? Faggots. Mm. You can't say that word in America because it's a derogatory term. Yeah. And so for us, it's, it's something totally different. Yeah. I love I love faggots. <laughs> Starving had them. <laughs> You'd love a faggot, Ev. With peas. Not not mushy peas, though. Onto that. Um, no, but I'd... we're gonna have to try. We're gonna have to fight. We're gonna have to go for food somewhere that does faggots just so I can try them. I, I I have got a, a a pack in my freezer ready for Evan, but the problem is they're a specific brand, and what Evan really needs to have is one from a butcher. I bought them specifically for you, Ev. Really? But I, we just haven't. Yeah, we haven't had the opportunity to sort of. How long have they been in the freezer? Uh, only a couple of months. It's not mm. a freezer. It's not yeah. freezer burn yet. No, no, no. But I, they're the sort of thing. Yeah. When does freezer burn set in? I don't know. Um, is it three to six months? Is that what they say? They say you shouldn't keep something in your freezer for longer than six I, months. I think it, it depends on the product, but three months normally people say. Mm. There's things in my freezer though, when well, maybe not in the new one because I've just oh, one I got because it's new, but like ones before, like we're in there for years. I'd happily well, I, bag of ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> Right, should we start thinking about wrapping this up? Oh, um, sorry, I got, I, I got, oh, I got go on. one. Oh, you got more changes of you? No, well, it, not so much of a change. It's just a comment, and I think it's, um, it's about the mayor. I just think it's, it's. I, I don't know if it again. I don't know if this was intentional or not, but it's, it's a uh, quite a like subtle hint of satire. How he's got two faces, so he's a politician and he's two faced. I just think that's mm-hmm. that's quite a lovely thing. I also, I also take that as. Tim Burton wasn't able to do the third Batman film, which would have had Two-Face in it. Oh, yeah. So he put Two-Face into Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, one of the reasons he, was, he wasn't he was the director on this is because he was um, directing Batman Returns, wasn't he, at the time? So, oh, yeah, that, oh, was that came out the yeah. year before. Yeah. Uh, right. Supposedly. But, you know, this film took ages to make, didn't it? Um, yeah. The one thing I would say, the stop motion or stop motion that we talked about earlier, on the whole, I think it is good, but there are elements of it I think are slightly dated, and one of them is the mayor, or mayor, because I I think it's clearly obvious where he changed where they are able to change his mouth. Oh, I, I thought you said you were going to say because he's voiced by Glenn Shardix. No, no, no. I, we, we're a massive fan of Glenn on this podcast, <laughs> and I have nothing but good things to say about him. 
Some of us do, lad. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us do. <laughs> uh, look, I um, I uh, well, no, no. <laughs> Saying that, I was going to say I quite like him in um, Demolition Man, but I think I slated his character in that one. Is <laughs> characters that he's played in certain films, and he's in Bingo. Oh, let's see. Oh, yeah. uh, that 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 epic. <laughs> uh, right. So we we know that Glenn is in it. We know that Paul Rubens is in it. Pee Wee Herman, and um, who's the other one? Um, Catherine O'Hara is in it as well, isn't she? So yeah, all yeah. um, da- um, I was gonna say Danny Elfman. No, all Tim Burton sort of characters from of actors from other films. Um, one final point from me. Um. There's a couple of Disney Easter eggs in there. So I'll have to read this because I didn't actually see them myself. But um, there's a scary toy that is clearly Mickey Mouse under a, a tree which attacks a child. Um, there's The little girl who is being attacked is wearing Mickey print nightgowns while there's a little boy wearing Donald Duck pajamas. I They totally passed me by. I didn't see that at all. The film had a budget of $24 million and it returned 91 So... Not bad return, not bad. Almost, almost times four. Um, and I for think stop, that's it. For stop motion as well, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. I think it helps this Disney, doesn't it? You know, they, they have that sort of sort of machine behind them to push this. But look, so we ask at this point, would you recommend or not? And as I said earlier, I wasn't as taken with the film as I thought I would be, but I would still recommend it. I, I, I still think this is, is, is a very good film. Ev? No, um, no. I think there's there are some some parts which are which are really good and and like I, I know I know I said I said I had it like issues with you know the the, the oogie boogie character where issues with probably the probably the the wrong words or questions questions about it. But I think it's certain thing certain scenes with with that character and, and like. <clears throat> You know him and him and Jack and like the you know how how he likes to gamble and, and and all that lot. I think you know you could do a lot a lot with the with the characters on on the film, but as a, the film as a whole, no, nah, I wouldn't. JP, I am going to take your favoured position here, and and I'm going to say I'm on the fence. This is the first time you're on the fence because you're normally quite decisive with with this thing, aren't you? I know. I okay. I wouldn't recommend it to adults, but I think kids of a certain age would get something out of it. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll join you on that. Fence. <laughs> <laughs> you were already sitting next to me, but I had to ask you to move over. As soon as you said I'm on the fence, I started climbing up it. <laughs> you started climbing back on yeah <laughs> right let's wrap up there podcast come out every wednesday check out our youtube channel for more content and check out our social media for additional content even more cheers all